0: All right, Avram. we're going to we're going to go right to the core of, of uh, technology tonight, right?
1: Yes. So
0: let's talk about the biggest
1: scientific event or non event uh, of the summer, uh, which is the development, excitement and testing around LK-99 what is LK 99 LK 99 is a substance that has been synthesized and published about by Korean researchers specifically uh, Lee Sukbai and Kim ji hoon uh, that's the L and the K in LK 99 Lee Kim I think they say've been researching this is since 1999 that's where it becomes LK 99 anyway that is supposed to be... A room-temperature superconductor well wow. that if such a if a room-temperature superconductor was discovered it would be tremendous uh, so take a step back uh, a lot of people probably don't know what a superconductor is and uh, to be honest I didn't know a lot about superconductors but for the last couple of weeks and I probably still don't know enough about superconductors but we've been talking about this a lot at Tom's Hardware. So a superconductor is a material that can conduct electricity with no resistance, uh, unlike, say, everything else. And superconductors do exist today, but you ha- in order for them to work, they have to be extremely cold. So, you know, we're talking like, you know, 200 degrees uh, below Celsius or with extreme pressure or they, they have to have extreme conditions put on the material for it to be to act as a superconductor uh, like, you know freezing it with liquid nitrogen or something and uh, That's nice. But if you could have something that uh, required no uh, You know extra pressure put on extra temp, te- you know freezing temperature uh, then you'd really have something because a super a superconductor uh, can uh, basically doesn't lose is a hundred is percent efficient, right? When your your elect, electricity is moving through most substances, a lot of it is lost to heat, uh, a lot of it, uh, so there's great inefficiency, which wastes energy. Uh, if you have uh, computer chips, you know that a lot of the uh, a lot of the electrical activity comes off as heat. And you need all these coolers to, you know, prevent the material from, say, melting or, or breaking with your CPU. Um, if your CPU could be made out of a superconductor, then you could just imagine that you would. Know, would you even need cooling at all? You would. You would certainly have a lot more efficiency, much faster computing. You would be able to do crazy supercomputing uh, on. You know ridiculous amounts of processing on uh, you know a computer in your house right it the amount of computing power that you would get uh you would also ha- have the ability to have electrical grids where the distribution of electricity was much 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 more efficient because the, all of that the electricity that's lost on the way from the uh you know for the power plant to your house uh wouldn't be lost if there was traveling over superconductors uh, a lot of other things that kind of do uh, require superconductors is an MRI machine requires superconductors. So, uh, but they have to be super cooled, uh, with one of these, you could make a much better MRI machine. Maybe be able to see things a lot better, diagnose things better, help people better. That would be a fantastic breakthrough. It's been a, a holy grail of physics. So, uh, these guys, these scientists, uh, Lee and Kim, uh, and published a paper saying, "Hey, we've we formulated this substance, LK99, and at room temperature, it it's a superconductor." But there, it was not pure. Their study was not peer-reviewed, and they didn't provide certain key details. And there was a lot of skepticism. But they did provide some uh, directions about how to make your own LK99. So what happened? A whole lot of people on the Internet, including other university researchers, went out and tried to replicate their findings. And we got some very interesting stuff, uh, but we also got a lot that said that they couldn't replicate the findings. No one has completely replicated the findings. There have been some who use computer simulations that said, hey, this should work. But uh, in in real life, no one has been able to replicate the findings. What we did get, though, and I'll share my screen to show some of this, because we've done some, oops, we've done some interesting uh, stories about this on Tom's Hardware, is. So, um, so for example, we uh, a lot of people posted videos, particularly there were a lot of researchers in China, publishing videos to Bilibili, which is a like Chinese YouTube, and you can see in the videos this little black speck and the little black speck is supposed to be, like, the LK99, and you can see that it's sort of levitating, uh, like they're poking at it, right? But it's sort of levitating over this magnet. Um, and the thought there is that a superconductor um, has some, a property called diamagnetism, which means that it actually repels magnetic... Uh, fields so a superconductor can float uh, above a magnetic surface however uh it's important to note that diamagnetism could happen without it being a superconductor uh and it could happen and there are other ways to have magnetic levitation that are not diamagnetism so so there's some question about whether what these folks are seeing here actually proves that this is a superconductor. Uh, there was another Chinese university that claimed that they got it to uh, superconduct at, uh, you know, sub-zero you know, temperatures. So not at a room temperature, but others have said uh, they weren't even able to reproduce that. Uh, but a lot of people are still working on this. There are some who are going to actually get samples from the Korean lab so that may give them some um you know more insight to get it because one of the questions is did everyone who synthesized it synthesize it exactly the same way as the original korean lab did because it's it can, it's hard to make well i guess it's easy to. it doesn't work it's not expensive to make but i guess there's some randomness involved in it um there also was an incident where Uh, Someone who posted a video, not one of the two I showed you, a different video of a magnetic levitation came out and said that uh, this this wasn't LK99 or this wasn't uh, correct, and this was a fraud, and they had to take their video down. Uh, Similarly, uh, a couple of new studies say that it's actually uh, a ferromagnet, not diamagnet, not showing diamagnetism. In other words, it's just a repulsing magnetic field. Um and uh you know and there also is uh a theory out there that uh by the way, I think these pictures came from Shutterstock and I think that they are not actually okay now. these are illustrative, we said. Um but um there's a theory that doping it, meaning adding some more materials to it, could lead to it being a superconductor. But so far, nobody has has actually seen it get there in the real world, apart from the original authors who uh, whose work has been called into question. But this has been a huge thing. There's been a huge thing going on 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 uh, Twitter, or you want to call it X, um, talking about the different studies. There've been a lot of people trying to reproduce them. There's been uh, you know all these videos on Billy Billy. There've been other ones besides these, uh, trying to show levitation, uh, all kinds of crazy stuff, all about this LK99, because people really are hungry for. Hey, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be great if you had a room temperature superconductor? And uh, this is one of the first things I've seen where you have people just all around the world, people in uh, laboratories at different universities, people in you know their kitchens with a kiln or whatever trying to reproduce this um, trying to kind of see if they can um, you know reproduce this study uh which is pretty cool because i think most scientific uh quote unquote breakthroughs or alleged breakthroughs uh it's not there isn't so much immediate ability for someone to just go out and try it and see if they can replicate
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole story has been fascinating. Um, I've been following it off and on. Um, our great, good friend Chris Jordan has posted about it, and I've been following stuff on on uh, Tom's Hardware as well. It's 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 really interesting because if big emphasis on the if <laughs> uh, if this is real, it would completely change the way so much of the world works it's un- unbelievable what it the potential for this but the likelihood is completely nonsense
1: <laughs> yeah yeah especially because these scientists didn't really follow the procedure that you're normally seeing Yeah. Um, but, you know, normal procedure. But I think that also is part of what's made it interesting in a story is mm-hmm. there are people, instead of the kind of normal sort of slow process of science, like, Hey, we're going to do this. We're not going to show it to anybody until, until we've proven it over and over again. And, you know, we're gonna not, and, you know, you're going to wait years to find out like here, you've got a really fast process of people trying, I mean, supposedly they've been talking about this for a couple of years but since their paper came out they sort of said how to do it there's been how to make your own there's there's been a, just a lot of people trying to do it so I mean it's interesting because you see other things that people have worked on uh scientifically recently and you you know I don't know it just doesn't go out on the internet or on places like that I mean I don't know how much knowledge sharing was going on when say uh com- you know uh, pharma companies were developing uh you know mrna vaccines to use for mm-hmm. for COVID vaccines or whatever but like that was another area where you had something side you know major scientific product being worked on as uh, supposedly really quickly but you didn't have them tweeting out like oh yeah so here's how you could make an mrna vaccine in your you know in your kitchen yeah to to try it right so it it's it's interesting because there was a there's a lot of people trying to replicate uh, the breakthrough who are able to attempt it um, and you're seeing papers on um what's the name of that service RX or i don't know how to pronounce it rxvf or whatever where they have preprint science scientific papers just going up every day um so uh you know it's nice i don't know it's for me, it's nice to see that there's something where you've got a scientific community and people who are more lay people excited about a potential breakthrough and a lot of different people able to kind of participate in the process of scientific discovery, even if it's disproving something. And I know that like real scientists probably would disagree. They'd probably be like, Hey, this, this is embarrassing because these people came out with this. And it wasn't it was half baked or something and Mm -hmm. they've got a lot of attention for themselves and it's turned out to not work. Uh, I mean, that's the general consensus at the moment. Yeah, yeah. it still could. There's still a chance, right? Um, But I think it's been great that there's actually been something out there where they shared information as kind of open. Well, it wasn't open enough because they kept some things themselves, but theoretically open source about a scientific discovery and then people going out and trying to, to replicate it. Uh, it, I, mean, I think it would be cool if, if more science happened that way, where you could have a lot of people, uh, just trying really fast to try and replicate or, or have new discoveries instead of kind of the normal, slow, uh, hidden process.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's definitely been a change. Um, and I mean, the results have not been, um, great, uh, and certainly inconsistent, um, in, in what we've seen come back. Some of that inconsistency of course comes from, uh, other people possibly being interested in getting on the same bandwagon or whatever. Uh, like, like the, the, the video that, no, this, this wasn't real. This was, I'm going to pull it down. Right. There's some people trying to jump onto the, onto the hype train. Um, but, you know, inconsistency is its own result, right? In studies, when you get, if you do the study a couple of times and the results are inconsistent, that's usually a sign that the, the study itself is bad. Um, and that might be what we've got here, that the inconsistency in the results could be that, you know, the whole, the whole foundation is bad. But whatever it is, yeah. it's fascinating to watch.
1: Yeah, it, it is it is fascinating to watch. I always say we're in the business of interesting, not the business of not necessarily the business of good. This has been really interesting. Uh, and I hope that it inspires uh, more people to look for an actual superconductor that can operate at operate at room temperature. There have been apparently false uh, starts about this before just as there has been false claim you know false starts about cold fusion um things like that but you know we uh I mean, it would be nice to see some kind of positive scientific breakthrough i mean what is the last big scientific breakthrough that you heard about where wow we really you know if i discover something new yeah um, everything
0: seems kind of iterative Mm -hmm. for quite a while yeah yeah for sure Um, obviously you were just showing us uh, articles there must be tons of content out there on this from you
1: yes yes. so go to TomSever.com and look for our LK-99 LK-99 articles which we've got like 5 or 6 and uh, we'll be doing more if uh, more happens I think we've reached a little bit of a slowdown and the interest in this and the news coming out because a lot of disproving studies have happened and uh so I guess we've got to see if there's any more proving want things that would actually prove it um you know there have been simulations of course that say it should work but sure then uh, that's neither here nor there so um we'll stay on top of this I mean we don't it's not something that we normally approach materials science but it was something that some, one of our writers said, "Hey, there's a lot of drama going on with this," and thought we should do a story on it. And we did a story, and then we saw a lot of people were interested, so we did. We kept doing more stories, and they people
0: were interested for a while. And I think it's an interesting topic,
1: and we'll see if more happens.
0: For sure. Well, like you said, it's an interesting topic. I appreciate you bringing it up because, uh, like I said, I've been trying to follow it, but. Not in detail, and uh, it really is an interesting story, and uh, the theory brings a lot of promise. The reality does not appear to line up with the theory, though, so it'll be interesting to see if anything does eventually come out of this, like you said with doping, you know, adding other stuff to it, maybe perfecting the formula. Maybe someday, maybe this does become the basis of something... uh, scientifically changing we will have to see and uh i look forward to uh, what we talk about next time